Hello, beautiful, and welcome to Finding Fertility. It's Friday! Welcome back to another episode of Finding Fertility. I'm your host, Monica Cox from FindingFertility.co, and I help you explain your unexplained infertility. Now, today is the last day of our 10-day Finding Fertility Challenge. I want to shout out a big congratulations to everyone who joined the challenge. I really hope that you are feeling great after these 10 days and are ready to keep going with this journey of improving your health, uh, physically and mentally. Remember, I'm here. You've got a few more days on the TTC and beyond forum boards that you can take advantage of getting the support that you need and deserve. It's coming up to the end of the month, so that means I'm going to be opening up a few new slots for my coaching services. Remember, there is the Kickstart service, the functional testing service, and the eight-week full package coaching service. I only take on a few women a month. My my time is limited and I pour in so much of my love, energy, knowledge, and guidance into each one of my clients. So I am very limited on who I can actually bring in. So make sure you go over, check them out, check out all the different services and what you get over on findingfertility.co. It's under the coaching section, super easy to find. Today on the podcast, we have a special guest. It is Amy from Proof. Now you might've seen this um, company already and maybe have just like kind of brushed them off as another ovulation test, but Proof is so much more than that. Prove actually measures a completely different hormone in your body, the PDG for short. I'm not even going to try to pronounce the real one, but it is a hormone that you produce and it is a great way to track over multiple days determining if you've had a healthy ovulation because your progesterone can shift. Um, I know for a lot of us, we go in for the day one or one day um, test in our doctors and we get a healthy result. Yep, you're fine. You're ovulating. No big issues. But we seem still not to be able to get pregnant or maintain a healthy pregnancy. So Amy shares with us her journey of having issues trying to conceive and how she designed this test because of her personal situation and how she became her own hero in her journey and became her own advocate and just really stopped listening to the doctors, I guess. That's awful to say. Don't stop listening to your doctors. That's not what this podcast is all about. But it's all about becoming your own hero and finding what is truly going on with your body and finding the ways that you can reverse those issues in a natural way and use medical assistance if needed. So without further ado, here's the interview. Welcome back to Finding Fertility. We are here today with Dr. Amy Beckley from the company Prove. 
Nice to be here. I'm super excited to have you on because you have actually invented something from your own personal journey. Um, this podcast is all about you know being your own hero, taking control of your fertility health, and you actually have a own personal journey that has led you to what you're doing today. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was like most women, uh, most couples in the, in the U.S., uh, built my career, went to school, got a PhD, a PhD in pharmacology, um, was starting my career, and we bought this big house, and we were had all, all these intentions of filling it with a whole bunch of kids, and we thought, okay, you know, smart, educated woman, I'm just going to try to conceive. It should be easy. Wasn't easy. Um, we did end up getting pregnant and lost the pregnancy, got, uh, ended up getting pregnant, lost that pregnancy. Every time I called a doctor, they said that I was um, hadn't tried long enough or hadn't had enough losses um, to seek that medical professional help. Um, so we were on our own and I, I just couldn't get pregnant. And then finally, um, after 12 months, I was able to go see a reproductive endocrinologist um, and he diagnosed me with unexplained infertility. Oh, the golden I ticket. Face, but okay, <laughs> cool. Um, and he basically said, we can continue what we're doing, not knowing what's wrong, and you have like a 10% chance you'd cycle, or we can do IVF. Um, so thinking that was my only option, I went and did IVF. Um, we ended up conceiving after the second cycle. Um, my son is now nine. Um, and then after that, about, a, about 18 months later, I turned to my husband and said, yes, I am crazy, but I do want a second child. <laughs> Um, but this time I just didn't want to do the IVF route. And so I really thought back on my experience, my, my training, um, you know, what as a scientist I knew, decided to be my own guinea pig. And, um, you know, I took all the tools that was available to me, um, temperature charting, ovulation tests, um, you know, cervical mucus monitoring, all that stuff. And I had this theory that I just wasn't ovulating properly. Um, the theory was I had what was called a luteal phase defect which meant it was just a problem with the ovulation and I just didn't have a healthy enough ovulatory event that could support conception. And sometimes I would get pregnant and sometimes I would just be infertile. And so I went and talked to my doctor with this theory and he decided that, um, you know, he knew I was gonna do IVF <laughs> under, any, under any circumstances. Um, and so I approached him and said, you know, what if I were just to use a supplement? Um, what if I were to take uh, bioidentical progesterone after ovulation um, and, and just to help me conceive? Um, can I try that and just try naturally, timed intercourse and try naturally? And he agreed, a um, little skeptical, but he agreed. And within a couple cycles, I was pregnant and I stayed pregnant. And that's my daughter who's six. So she's my progesterone miracle. And from that experience, I said, you know what, if, if women knew more about their ovulation and knew how to understand if they had healthy ovulation or quote unquote good or strong ovulation, people use different words. Um, you know, if we had that information, they could empower them to have better conversations with their doctors and avoid the, the, the stress of IVF, the expense of IVF, the emotions of IVF, the time, the money, the extra losses that maybe could have been prevented. Um, and so that, that's why we invented Prove. Yeah, I mean, that was like a whole bunch of 
emotions in that one little story, right? And I think a lot of people who listen to this podcast feel you on that. There is a lot of people who just don't understand like the basics of fertility. And because we don't understand that, we just kind of listen to the doctors, you know, even, you know, you're smart, you're a doctor, (laughs) you're a scientist. And we just get blindsided and think we don't know, or we're not smart enough to know about what our bodies are doing. I mean, there, I mean, through my journey, there was plenty of times I was sitting there listening to the doctor going, no, that's not right. But I still freaking listened. (laughs) Like, what is going on? But so here we are avoiding IVF avoiding even IUIs. And the first step is knowing what is going on with your body. So ovulation is the key to getting pregnant, right? If you are not ovulating, you will not get pregnant. Um, But it's very complicated, that whole ovulation system, right? So most people think there's only two hormones that happened during ovulation, but there's actually quite a few more, right? Do you want to explain that a little bit? Um, Yeah, absolutely. Um, There's what I I consider four main hormones. Uh, The first one is FSH. So the beginning of your cycle, you know, cycle day one, the first day of bleeding, um, FSH is high and that helps select which one of your follicles, which contains an egg, is gonna develop. Um, It selects that follicle in the ovary and then that, that follicle starts producing estrogen as it grows. And then estrogen gets to a certain point and it triggers a hormone called luteinizing hormone or LH. So typical ovulation tests measure LH or luteinizing hormone um, and some of them measure estrogen. And so when your estrogen's high and then you get that peak in LH is when you're about to ovulate. So that's when you're about to release that egg. And those are called ovulation predictor kits. The tricky part is that that doesn't actually tell you you're going to ovulate. You can get those signals, you can get those increases in hormones, and you could not ovulate, or you cannot ovulate sufficiently. So here comes the fourth hormone, which is progesterone. So after the follicle releases the egg or ovulation, that follicle turns on itself and becomes the corpus luteum which now produces progesterone. So progesterone's job is to prepare the uterus for implantation of a fertilized embryo. And so um, LH ovulation predictor kits tell you when you're about to release the egg and then progesterone tells you that you've actually ovulated, you can confirm you've ovulated and it it signals that your body is ready to receive that embryo and become pregnant. Yep. Predicting, timing in our course and confirming, actually understanding if you are ovulating are two very important um, parts that you need to know. Yeah, exactly. And um, when you go to your doctors, like this is like bulk standard infertility stuff. Like one of the first things they do is you go in for a blood test on around day 21. It's only one test one day and it confirms that you have a certain level of progesterone. Correct. Yeah. What does your test do differently then at home without an appointment and without (laughs) seeing a doctor and needles? Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, So what PROVE does is it 
measures the urine metabolite of progesterone called pregnant dialgluconide or PDG for short. Um, and basically what that allows you do, to do is to non-invasively understand what your progesterone levels are after ovulation. So if you're going to a doctor's office, you have to go in, make an appointment, get a blood draw, wait day, two days, however long, get the results, and you get a single point in time. Um, with Prove, you get a kit that's got enough strips in it to last you all month. And progesterone and PDG are hormones that don't just spike and come back down like LH. It's something that needs to remain high for a certain period of time to support a nice, healthy um, ovulatory event. So if you think about ovulation and what happens is your um, ovary releases the egg, you have the sperm in the fallopian tube, and so you have to have enough time between when you ovulate and when that egg gets to the uterus um, for, for implantation to occur. So the ovary uh, releases the egg and it travels down the fallopian tube. That takes about seven to 10 days before implantation can occur. Mm -hmm. That means that progesterone that maintains the uterine wall and the uterine cavity to be supportive must be high seven to 10 days after ovulation. And so if you're getting a single point in time, progesterone draw, you're getting one day. You know it was up on one certain day. When you use Prove, by measuring that metabolite in urine, you can now measure it on seven, eight, nine, and 10. And you get a complete picture of, was my hormone elevated long enough for a healthy ovulatory event? Yeah, which is, that's the bread and the butter, right? Like that's the information that you need to move forward with your journey. And anyone who's done an IVF round, um, I mean, you're so strict on your schedule with IVF, right? And this is why. This is why they time the day that it's transferred. This is why that you have to like, you know, inject yourself with the pen to release the egg so they can collect them and then you start the progesterone, you know, like it's all super timed where your body does that or should be doing that naturally without you knowing. And for a lot of women, this is, is it, am I right in saying this is the number one issue with infertility? Yes. Problem with ovulation are the number one cause of infertility. Yep. So you get this information and this is a really big one for me. So, you know, you can have this information and go two ways, right? You can yes. take it to your doctor's office and hope that they listen to you like your doctor did and support you with medication. My big thing is, is that if you are having a issue with your hormones, it's most likely that something else is going on with your body. You know, there's a root cause to why your hormones are off. I know that even though you went to the doctors to get this medication, you still started educating yourself about diet and lifestyle changes. Can you tell us a little bit about what you did? Um, yeah, so... There, yeah, there's, you're, they're right. There's two, two paths. One I call a medical band-aid and one I call fixing the solution. So the medical band-aid is your body is not making it. You're going to just make, you know, have a prescription and get that. And that's where I was in life was nobody was giving me the right information. I had no resources. I had no education. I was so sick of losing pregnancies, of being infertile, of not having the life that I wanted. And I was just like, just let me figure it, like fix it fast as I possibly can. So I put a bandaid on. Um, now, 
we educate women that if they, the minute they want to try to conceive or even before they want to try to conceive, that they, they do approve tests, they see if they're ovulating properly. And if you're not quite getting positive results or you know some of the days are positive and some of them are negative, um, you can actually do dietary changes. Um, you know, simple things as B vitamins, um, green vegetables, Brussels sprouts, kale, broccoli, those kind of things. Um, there's a simple, simple solution that a lot of our women have amazing success with, and that's seed cycling. And so it's, it's just supporting um, the different hormones. So in the first half of your cycle, the estrogen, and then the second half of the cycle, the progesterone, um, by eating seeds at different types of your cycle to support the natural rhythm of your body. Um, and we've seen people come in with not so great proof results go on Amazon, buy all the seeds and the grinder and put it in their smoothie every day. And the next month, they're not only positive, but they got their positive pregnancy test too. So it's just, it's so powerful how, how um, your hormones are directly impacted with what you put in your body and you know, how you manage your stress and just diet and lifestyle. So we offer all solutions. We just want to increase knowledge. Um, if they're coming to us, at 29 and they're like, you know, I'm, I want to work on myself and get it right. Natural way all the way. If you're 42 and you don't have very much time, they just want to know now, now, now. Okay. Let's go this <laughs> route. Um, but it's all about education and asking the right question and what makes, you know, that, that, that woman feel the most comfortable. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's got to choose for themselves. And, but it is the education. Uh, when we went through our journey, like you said, there was no one out there talking about these things. You know, we're highly educated women. We were dealing with highly educated fertility specialists. You know, there was a huge big gap in the information. And it's amazing and great that you got, you know, you, myself, and, you know, another huge handful of women out there who have been through their own infertility struggles are supporting women now and educating them. I am a huge hands down, you know, epigenetics matters, you know, the health of who you are before you get pregnant impacts your pregnancy, impacts your, you know, or can impact your child's health in the future. So any, even making all these little changes, you know, people sometimes freak out and it's too overwhelming. And it's just like, just, there's just little handful of things that you can do. And like you say, if you want to use that medical support, it's there and it can support you while you're supporting yourself. Um, so I had this interesting conversation with a reproductive endocrinologist a few weeks ago. And he flat out told me that they don't, they teach them in school that progesterone doesn't matter. What? And why is that? Um, it's, it's the, the idea of you're ovulating or you're not. Um, and if you are, it's fine. And if you're not, you take Clomid or Fumar or something like that. You do IVF, whatever it is. Um, but the idea of, of good ovulation, healthy ovulation versus bad ovulation or weak ovulation was not in his vocabulary because mm -hmm. um, that's what they teach you in school. Um, but it's interesting because, you know, if you, if, if you do IVF, every single IVF cycle that I've ever seen involves giving the woman progesterone. Mm -hmm. Yep. 
because they know the progesterone is important. Yeah. But apparently only during IVF. And so I, I just don't feel like we need to, as women, as couples, have to wait an arbitrary amount of time to seek help. I don't think the only option should be IVF. Um, I, I, I don't think that it's, I mean, the, the ACOG, American College of Obstetrics and Gynecology, has a recommendation that if a woman has had three miscarriages, that she can be prescribed progesterone as a therapy to help her maintain her healthy pregnancy. Three miscarriages. Three. Mm-hmm. That's the guideline. And so we have women coming in saying, you know what, I've taken these proof results. I don't think I'm ovulating properly. Um, and, you know, can you help me out? Um, and they say, we're not even going to talk to you about progesterone therapies or anything like that because you, you well, your chart says you only have one loss. You're, you're not qualified. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We've had that discussion loads of time over on Instagram and it shocks me that in 2020, that's the knowledge that we're getting in, uh, in a lot of our clinics. Not everyone. I don't want to pigeonhole every fertility specialist out there. I know that there are you know, some doctors moving forward with the knowledge that we're gaining. But yeah, it is like, come see us if you've been trying for just a, you know, over a year or if you don't have you know, regular periods or this or that. And it's just like, no, come see us if you have tried all, you know, the natural healing methods or, you know, you've discovered what the root cause of your infertility is. And some people will still need that medical assistance, but IVF is, IVF and fertility is a $15 billion entity, you know, like it's, you know, I just, I, yeah, I mean, we talk about this all the time, but our whole medical system is backwards and this includes fertility and it's just really heartbreaking that most of our community I'm going out on a big limb just don't put the two and two that your health matters and that the fertility clinic doesn't really have a huge interest in you improving yourself or you gaining that knowledge because a lot of you, if you just put in that little bit, you don't need the fertility clinic. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, as a, as a woman, as a consumer, you know, you're in, you're in charge of your healthcare and you have the option of who to call and who, who to, to contact for your care. Um, and, you know, it's like, if you have a bad back, right, you can either go to a surgeon and he can recommend surgery or you can go to a chiropractor, he, he'll recommend chiropractic. It's kind of the same for fertility, um, but unfortunately, the IVF clinics are pretty much the only well-known type of fertility specialists, mm-hmm. um, and they're trained in IVF, and they do it well, and when you come in, their highest probability that they're going to get you pregnant is to suggest IVF. Mm-hmm. Do you necessarily need IVF? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know, but you went to an IVF clinic and they are good at IVF and they are yeah. going to recommend IVF. So as a woman, as a consumer, looking at your choices, if you don't want to do IVF, if that's not in the cards for you, don't go to an IVF clinic. <laughs> it, it seems like easy, but it's not, right? It's hard. So no, it's the, really everyone hard. Everyone thinks, oh, well, they're the experts. They're the reproductive endocrinologists. No, they, 
they are trained in IVF. That's what they're trained in. That's what they're going to recommend. Yeah. Um, you know, so, so naturopathics are great for fertility. Um, napro physicians, I don't know. They're, they're a specialized OBGYN. They're really great. Um, but there is, there's, there's this gap between an OBGYN who knows, you know, once you're pregnant, how to take care of you and IVF clinics. There's not this, you know, there's fertility acupunctures, fertility nutritionists. Um, and, and I wish there was more of them and I wish people would feed into them, but they're not well known. Yeah. And, and because IVF is such a big industry, that's what's kind of like in our heads is IVF, IVF and egg freezing, egg freezing. Oh my God, you're 35. You better freeze your eggs. I know. No, please don't do that. <laughs> well, and the thing is, is that like, I feel like even before you get to the IVF clinics, you have your doctors who aren't trained in that either, right? They're not trained in nutrition. They don't link, you know, like most of fertility issues is your gut, you know, is the, that's the root cause. And that's what, you know, affects your thyroid, which can affect your fertility. I mean, there's a lot of doctors that don't even make the thyroid fertility link. You know, I see so many people on Instagram going, I have unexplained infertility, but I have Hashimoto's. I'm like, what? Like, no explanation right there. (laughs) You like your Hashimoto's is affecting your fertility. Um, So it's this huge gap. And I think why it's gonna take it has taken so long like I am what 11 years into my journey um and why it will take so long is that there's never going to be proven science behind a natural you know way of doing things for several reasons there's no money in educating people in taking care of their health if like from a pharmaceutical standpoint or a drug standpoint and we're also different you cannot put the same two people in the same regime of diet and lifestyle and get the same results. You know, everyone has to figure out what is right for them and what works for them. And then you have the whole mental aspect of it as well. You know, sometimes you know better, but you're just mentally like, I'm not ready for this. And you self-sabotage yourself. Yeah. 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 That individualized section, right? So um, inflammatory foods, are horrible for for hormones it just throws completely out of balance um and so everyone says oh we'll eat an anti-inflammatory diet great but that's different for each person i mean for me dairy was a he's a huge no-no like i love my oat milk and it's helped significantly Mm -hmm. um where gluten is fine for me you know so it's like it depends on each individual so you know, just reading a book saying this is the anti-inflammatory diet and like, no, that might not be right for you. Exactly. I, yeah. I mean, I went paleo for a whole year, still had a failed IVF cycle after it. And I got tested for high NK cells after being a year paleo and my NK cells were still high. So I had to go on an autoimmune paleo diet. I had to go that extra step. So that's why people get so frustrated. And I got a comment from a girl the other day saying an influencer has deemed eggs, um, uh, what did uh, that, they say it feeds infertility. And I was like, what? Someone's out there saying that if you eat eggs, you're feeding your infertility. I was like, no wonder we're all fucking struggling. You know, like BS advice from people who are smart, but she's a plant-based, you know, influencer. Yeah. So of course she's going to say that where she doesn't realize that she's actually, 
doing harm to people by giving them wrong information or information that she deems is her truth you know so it is very much so you have to fight for what's right for you and not just you know go out and do what all the latest you know tricks and tips are out in the fertility world and that's where it gets frustrating really frustrating yeah yeah. I, i mean i'm a big advocate of test before you treat um there's so many things out there um, the, the, you know, if you go through Instagram and, and Facebook, somebody posts something about like, Oh, I got pregnant and I only did this one thing different. Everyone's like, Oh my God, what did you, what are you I'm ordering it right now? Ordering it right now. And it's like the, the different supplements and herbs and, and, you know, things you insert in your vagina or things you eat or rub on yourself <laughs> or whatever it is, you know, it could have just, they could have just got lucky. Yeah. Um, it could have been that worked for them because of their hormone patterns, but it's not going to exactly. work for you. Um, and so, you know, it, it, it's frustrating to see so much product out there that doesn't work. It's not effective. And that women are throwing money and time into buying hundreds of dollars of supplements that may or may not work. <laughs> they were just a step back, you know, for example, the two causes of infertility, the two main causes of infertility, if you do these two things, you are 80% like all the reasons of infertility, 80% covered. Sperm test and are you ovulating right? Yeah. Two things. A $60 home sperm test off of Amazon will tell you, should I be focusing on making my husband eat things and wearing boxer shorts and not putting his laptop on his lap? Or a you know forty dollar approved test to say, hey, am I ovulating properly? Is it is it my health that's in question? Should I be doing things to regulate my hormones and get me back in balance? Great, great, awesome. You're eighty percent of the way there. Yeah, exactly. And so and- like if you did the simple testing first and really, and then the other other part is um, timing, right? So you want the ovulation test. You want to do you know, cervical mucus monitoring, ovulation test, whatever. So you know that you're timing intercourse at the right time. You do those three things. Yeah, they're the right step. And then you have people like me. But yeah, huge. It's from, I have absolutely no idea what's going on to I'm 80% sure of what's going on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And you, you just stop dicking around with all the other stuff. I mean, I can't even tell you how much money I wasted on supplements and whatever the latest cough syrup was or like, you know, all the BS. And when you get those tests done, you can rule it out and you can start digging deeper. You don't have to put, you know, be doing darts in the dark. You know, there are going to be people out there like me who the sperm was fine and the ovulation was fine. It's something else. And there's a lot of autoimmune issues going on out there. But I always say, like, if you start working on your health, um, all test results are going to improve, right? Like, that's just the way it works. And so I get a lot of clients in who are like, I, they have done so much and they're, I'm like, well, you want to do tests now? I'm just going to say that those tests might not prove what you want to know anymore because you are maintaining a inflammatory diet. You've reduced your stress, you know? So yeah, like you say, the moment you start your journey or the moment you feel like there's an issue, start testing because then you can fast track what you actually need to do for your journey. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think it's a big stress reliever, right? So there's a lot of women that, that I talk to who, oh my gosh, how do I force my husband to take his vitamins? Because I bought him all these things and he refuses to take them. And then, and then I'm like, oh, did he have a poor sperm test? Oh no, he's never gotten tested for sperm. I'm like, there's your problem. Right. Why are you making this poor man? Like, why are you stressed out now that he won't do this? And it's like, they're having these fights about he doesn't want a baby because he's not taking it. You know, it's like, come on. Like, yeah, exactly. Just figure it out and, you know, start really honing in on what you need to do. Exactly. So tell us where we can find the proof, proof test because they're kind of all over the place now. Yes. Yes. Um, so proofest.com, P-R-O-O-V-T-E-S-T.com. Um, we uh, also sell on amazon.com. Um, and then just recently, a few weeks ago, we launched at Target. So you can find them in store in California stores and online everywhere. Nice. Target. Everyone loves Target, right? And it, like Amazon's killing it with this coronavirus. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is just, so Amazon is, is crazy. Amazon is only shipping certain products. And so right now we're seeing more sales through our website because we can get it to our consumers faster than through Amazon. Ah, okay. So Amazon used to be the big engine. You're like, oh yeah, it's prime. I'll just order it. You know, to, I, you know, now it's like the orders are going through the website because people know they can get it better. Plus right now, since, since COVID's happened, um, we've vowed to support the community. So a lot of fertility clinics are closed. I would say the vast majority, and there's no in-person visits. Women aren't wanting to go to the lab to get the blood drawn. And so there's more consumers coming to us looking for in-home solutions. And we are founded on helping women get through this. We understand people are losing their jobs. They don't have enough, enough money. They don't have the resources. Their, their time, their you know, clock is ticking. So approved tests are 30% off as long as fertility clinics are closed. Nice. So, um, it, you know, so it's just our little way of kind of helping support the community. Yeah, hundred percent. And, you know, I want to say like, we're not against doctors. We're not against IVF clinics. We, um, want to work alongside of them. We just really want to educate women that the knowledge is out there and you are smart enough to understand it. You are smart enough to understand your own body and just have that confidence when you go to the doctors for their support to speak up, use your voice and say, no, there is an issue here and this is how I want to address it. And if your doctor doesn't listen or doesn't want to work with you, go find a new one. There's plenty, yeah. <laughs> there are plenty out there, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, IVF is amazing and it is a, a wonderful innovation for people that need it. Absolutely. But there are people that don't need it. Yeah. So it's like, if you can take a, a $40 test and it can tell you that you don't need IVF, the 20,000 or more dollars worth of IVF, don't you think you should try it first? Like yeah. it's the more amazing. you advocate about yourself and the more you learn and ask educated questions, the better you can get to your goal faster and more effective. That's yeah. all it is. It is. And it's having the confidence, right? I think it's, um, it's really hard to sit in that office and yeah, I, uh, I would have loved to have your product when I was trying to conceive. I know that I had, um, when I 
before I found out I had the high in K cells, even though I was ovulating, I always noticed they were short phases. Um, so it might have helped me out in that sense, um, maybe helped me pinpoint where I needed to go. Um, so I think it's a great product. Thank you very much for inventing it and putting in all the time and effort to get it out there because that's like a whole job in itself, right? Getting the knowledge out there and um, educating women that there's this whole little window <laughs> between ovulating and getting pregnant that is hugely important yeah. and it matters. It yeah, 100% it's, it's matters. It's the two week wait and we're helping fill that box with knowledge. It's not just, you know, stop here and go here. It's like, what, what information can I gather in the meantime? Exactly. And not to go like super crazy scientific, but, um, you know, before you even conceive that's like, it's all connected. Your energy is connected to that egg about to be released, that sperm about to be released. It's, it's not just sex, ovulation, pregnancy, baby, you know, like just because we can't see it doesn't mean it's not real. It is a real thing. And, um, hopefully I'm hoping 10 years, man. I'm hoping 10 years, all of our hard work is going to be like, people are going to be like, oh, you were right. <laughs> and this is like bulk standard and <laughs> we're going to have a healthier generation and a smarter generation. That's my goal. That'd be, it's a great goal to have. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us. Um, you can find all the information to connect with Amy and how to buy a proof test down in the show notes. And until next time, have a beautiful weekend and we'll see you next Tuesday for another Closer to Day clip. Thanks, Amy. Thanks. Ooh, oh. That's us for today. I really hope you enjoyed this episode and you've gained some new nuggets of knowledge. You can connect with Amy down in the show notes. And once again, if you are loving this podcast, please leave us a rating or review. It really greatly helps us out and helps other women find the podcast and take control over their fertility health. You guys have a beautiful weekend and we will see you next Tuesday for another Closer Today clip.